Hey everybody, it's Kimaj Blow and welcome to Tables and Chairs. Look, I am so excited that all of you stopped by to listen to my first ever episode. Ah! That's the crowd in my head screaming. No, seriously, I'm so glad all you stopped to listen. It means the absolute world to me. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is the best birthday gift anyone could ever give me. No, seriously, I really appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, So sit back, relax. If you're in your car, turn me up. If I'm in your headphones, you know, give me some more in the monitors. Bruce, I need you to give me some more in the monitors. The people need to hear me. You'll find out through this conversation that Bruce is the imaginary sound man that lives in my head. I'll call on him every now and then, you know, turn me up when I feel like y'all not listening to me. You'll learn. You'll learn. It's, it's, it's a quick study. You'll learn. No, seriously. So today, if you were active on my Instagram, some of my followers, you know, got engaged as to what will be the first episode we will be getting into. Um, and it was between, you know, this one that you can see in the title called Sticks and Stones um, and next week's episode, which is How to Kill a Butterfly. And both of these are very valid, very interesting, very potent conversations that I think you are going to enjoy. So please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, put put a seatbelt on and take a deep breath because today's conversation is going to be crazy. All right. And without further ado, come on and pull up a chair to this table. (laughs) All right. So as you can see, today's today's discussion um, is birthed from an old nursery rhyme. We have all heard it at some point or time in our life. You know, it it goes a little bit like this. And it says, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Hmm. Words will never hurt me. It is a common childhood uh, chant, meaning that, you know, hurtful words cannot cause any physical pain and thus will be ignored or disregarded. And, you know, for a long time in my life, I believed that that was true. And it was not until I got older and I got some understanding that I now have a fresh take on this and I would like to discuss it on with you. Uh, So the meaning behind this is that, you know, words do not hurt. But I avidly disagree. I think that the rhyme should go sticks and stones may break my bones, but words really do hurt me. The unpopular opinion that I have is words actually hurt and that they hurt more than physical pain. And I say that because sometimes uh, verbal, uh, what word do we want to use? Sometimes uh, words really do hurt and, you know, being verbally accosted to um, an extent, uh, whether it be, you know, intentionally or unintentionally. It lasts longer. Words, they, they stick with you. They, they, they charge to the recesses of your mind. Words have power and, and it lasts a while. You know, as human beings, we are 
avid thinkers. We are always trying to be uh, innovative and find new ways and avenues to create and things of that nature. So we spend a lot of time um, in our cerebral self. We spend a lot of times in our heads. We spend a lot of time thinking and planning. And if you're anything like me, I can, I, I don't want to say proudly say, but I, I can boldly say that I am an overthinker. I think about the way people say things, why they said what they said, how they said it, the tone that they said. I spend a lot of time uh, a- a- investigating the way that things are. And sometimes it's a good thing, but most times it's a bad thing because I find myself thinking myself into a hole or thinking myself into a bad room or thinking myself into a scenario. I mean, it, it can go uh, down a rabbit hole of place, but um, we are avid overthinkers just as a people because we're just so creative. And so things in our mind tend to linger and replay words and scenarios and situations tend to last a lot longer and they linger and they lurk um, um, in the catalogs of our mind long after they are said, uh, whether that is 10 minutes or 10 years. I'm almost positive that at some point in time, you have heard the words from your mother after doing something that was displeasing to her. Uh, and she says, I am disappointed in you. That word disappointment, it, it makes your, your heart just skip a beat. It gives you heart palpitations. And so words legit uh, have the power to change your mood, to change your atmosphere, to change a lot. Words have a lot of power. To hear someone that you love and care and appreciate say the words, I'm proud of you. I appreciate you. You are valued. Words hold a weight that the physical eyes cannot see, but your entire being can feel and understand. Words have the power to comfort, have the power to strengthen, have the power to change, but they also have the same power to hurt and to wound and to damage. Words are very powerful even as it pertains to a biblical perspective. The world that we are yet breathing, living, and standing in was formed from the words of Elohim. Words, uh, whether you want to understand it, believe it, or come to grips with it or not, are very, very powerful. Words hold so much power. And so when you go through situations in your life where, you know, you are met with the nursery rhyme that, you know, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. It, it becomes a, a, a bit contradictive because words really do hurt. So let's let's investigate this. Let's investigate this. The words and or opinions of people hold so much power um, in some of us that they actually begin to regulate and micromanage how we view ourselves and furthermore, how we maneuver throughout life. Take a deep breath in. Deep breath out. I know it's a lot. I'm working with you. They hold so much power that uh, they begin to manage how we view ourselves and how we maneuver throughout life. I can prove it to you. When someone says the words, you'll always be like your father or you'll always be X, Y, and Z or you're, 
You're never going to be this and you're never going to be that. Or you're not cute, you're ugly, you're this, you're that. Whatever was said to you that caused the hurt in the moment, our natural reaction is to get revenge, is to get vengeance, it's to get even. And so you use what hurts you as a fuel and a mechanism um, to literally combat what was said. And so you begin to live your life in a place of vengeance and revenge because I'm now I'm now not living my life to become the best me to fulfill potential to to fulfill purpose to be great. I am now combating with the words of other people. I am trying to prove to a people who truthfully do not care whether I succeed or fail about whether I am what they said I am or not. You begin to live your life like, okay, I'm going to do everything so I'll never have to hear those words again. Out of a place of hurt, out of a place of pain, out of a place of rejection, but sorely out of a place of vengeance. Because you are avidly in a war with who you're supposed to be, who you really can be, and, and what they said about you. The words haunt you so much that you do everything in your power uh, to legit not be that. And it becomes the lens of how you view your life. You pick your career upon, okay, they say X, Y, and Z. So how can I be better than X, Y, and Z? You pick your career off of that almost as a, as a one up on the words of other people. I know it's a lot because a lot of us do this. I did it at a point. And so we live our lives literally trying to combat what other people said about us. If they said you weren't pretty, you live your whole life trying to be a perfectionist of who you are, fixing your face, uh, uh, nitpicking pictures and and the, the whole nine, trying to micromanage yourself to be perfect for people who genuinely do not care when the day is over. Words have power. And words in this case, legit can begin to warp how we go throughout and navigate through life. So I need you to, as I'm talking to you, do an inventory. And take an investigative perspective and an introspective look within yourself. And begin to wonder, hmm, am I doing what I'm doing in life? Because it's my purpose, it's what genuinely makes me happy, it's what's assigned to my life. Or am I now doing this to appease the opinions of other people or to combat the opinions of other people, to to combat what other people think I should be or think I should be doing, how well or how worse or or how much more, how much less. Am I living my life through the lens of their opinions? It's okay, I'll wait. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Bruce, turn me up the monitors. I don't think they hear me, man. Mic two is yellow. Mm -hmm. Bump me up two times. Thank you. But no, seriously. How and, and, and Sam's Haven. How and Uncle B's shack. How in Great Earl's world are we allowing the opinions of people to manage our life like this and cause us to be in a consistent war with ourselves. 
with how we do what we do, why we do what we do. Managing every checkpoint, every literally, it, it, it becomes so sickening that it becomes normal. And so you wake up like, okay, I don't want them to say X, Y, and Z about me. So I'm going to make sure I wear this, 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 and that. And I don't do this, 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 and that. And it seems normal to you because you've been doing it so long. Words hurt. And the effects of words last long. And some of us are probably like, oh, well, I've always been like this because I've always been critical about, you know, X, Y. Why? What was said, what was done that made you begin to live your life in fear or in competition with the words of other people? I believe I found the answer. And I believe that the answer, uh, as simple as it is, is very shockingly profound. I believe that the reason that these words uh, hold so much power and, and they do all of this is because it comes from a place of wanting to be accepted. I know this is hard. It's okay. I'm going to talk to you. Just, just, just We're going to get through this. It's all right. Take a deep breath in. Take a deep breath out. We're going to have a fun episode next week. I, I promise it's going to be lit. But we, we, let's investigate ourselves today. Let's take an introspective look. This is how I... I, I do me. I stand in the mirror and I, I interrogate myself to help pull out what's not helping me grow. Kind of an inventory. Let's do inventory today. Is that all right? Let's, let's do some inventory. Y'all seen Madea when, you know, Madea's class reunion when she asked Earl what was he doing behind the thing. He said inventory. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing inventory. <laughs> we're doing inventory. We're doing inventory. And so it comes from a place of wanting to be accepted or validated, understood, or even appreciated in a particular social group or sphere of life. The reason that the words of your mother, the reason that the words of your grandmother, your family members, your friends, you know, your peers mean a lot to you is because you want to be accepted by them. Even sometimes the words of complete strangers affect us because we would like we would like for the world to see how good, how great we can truly be. But, you know, everybody's opinion isn't always going to be good. My pastor says like this, if, 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 if everybody likes you, it's a problem. It is a problem. But but the problem isn't that people have bad opinions. It's how we allow them to affect us. People are going to have opinions about everything, whether good or bad, whether you genuinely did good or you're genuinely doing bad. People are always going to have an opinion. So the problem isn't the opinion. It's how we allow the opinions to affect us. Can I help you? Can I really help you? No, fam. Can I really help you? Let me help you. Everybody's opinions do not matter. Breathe it in. Everyone's opinions do not matter. And so you need to go and make a, a, a list, an internal list, and, and just look over what opinions really matter and what opinions really don't. 
whether it be your mamas, your daddies, I know it's a hard pill to swallow, but you need to check over and review, investigate, if you would, if these words, if these opinions, if these, you know, uh, ideas of you really matter and are really beneficial to your growth. Or are they hindering you and enabling you and, and stopping you from becoming better because you're micromanaging your life through the opinions of people? Investigate A, why you want to be accepted and B, why you want to accept their opinion. You need to investigate. Do a little, do, get your due diligence on, this, on the why of the situation. So the reason that words hurt from certain people, from certain groups, is because of our desire to be accepted. Our desire to be, you know, wanted. It, it, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it, it's, it, it's really normal to want to be accepted. But the truth of the matter is that won't always be the case. So you need to prepare your heart, prepare your mind, and prepare yourself to not be accepted and understood by every individual, whether they be family, whether they be friends, whether they be strangers. You need to come to grips and to an understanding that I won't always be accepted and that I cannot live my, my life or, or go throughout my life uh, through living through the lens of their unacceptance. Or their misunderstanding or their misjudging of who and what I am. Free yourself from the opinions of people by resolving that I do not need their acceptance, their acceptance. I do not need their validation. I do, I don't need it. It would be nice to have it, but even if I don't, I don't need it. Become, make sure in these days that you become so secure in your identity and who you are as an individual. What, and this is even a place from like of hurt or, or, or wanting to, you know, just be perfect. But be so solidified in your identity as a human being, as a child of God, that whether they acknowledge you or not, we gonna be okay. We gonna be all right. It is what it is. But no, seriously, seriously, their acceptance is not needed. Their acceptance is not needed. Why? Because you have nothing to prove to anybody. Did you say it? I have nothing to prove to anybody. You have nothing to prove. Not one thing do you have to prove to a living soul. Not, I mean, not one John Brown thing. Not one cotton picking thing. Not, not, I mean, not a thing. Not a cotton. You have nothing to. You ain't got nothing to prove. To to air one of these. Lord, I wish I could say what I want. You ain't got nothing to prove. You have not one 
good gosh darn thing to prove to anybody. And you trying to not become their opinion is stunting your growth. You need to learn to live without applause. You need to learn to live whether they talk good about you, whether they talk bad about you. Today, I want you to resolve that no matter what they say to me, I'm doing my I'm doing my absolute best. Now I'm not saying that words still won't hurt. Cause every now and then they'll get to you. So allow yourself to grieve, allow yourself to be hurt, but do not linger there. My mama tells me something real simple that blesses me all the time. Cause sometimes I, I take on too many opinions because you know every individual craves acceptance. I'm still, I'm, I still work through this every now and then. I still gotta coach myself. Like, hey, a lot of this you carry in, it don't matter. My mama says something real simple. She says, take the meat and throw away the bones. A lot of y'all carrying around a bunch of opinions about yourself. They don't matter. Now watch this. Now there are people in my life that I give the range and the parameter and the authority to have an opinion. A sound, constructive opinion about whether I'm doing what I'm supposed to do or I ain't. My admonishment is to save yourself the heartache and the headache. Find some people you can trust to tell you the truth about who you are. So when people do come with their opinions, they won't hurt you. Because you have a people who are willing to be honest with you and offend you to save your future. You have people who are willing to be honest with you and tell you, hey, you're doing great. What they're saying doesn't matter. What they see doesn't matter. I'm I'm in here in the ground with you. I know what it is and what it ain't. Find you some people that can be honest with you about, yeah, and vice versa. Find some people you can be honest with about where you are. So when the opinions and, and, and the hubbub of life rolls in, whether it be from family members, your aunties, your uncles, your friends, your cousins, people... That you aren't overwhelmed by their opinions because you got some solid people that's letting you know, hey, you doing good? Hey, you doing bad? Hey, you slipping? Hey, you need to pick that back up. Hey, you need to do this better. Hey, find some people that you can trust and that they can trust you so that you don't have to yearn for being accepted by them. And so that way, when the opinions do roll in, when the opinions do surface, when they do come, you got some people who going to hold you down. And who are going to keep you level headed through seasons like that. And even furthermore, even after that is even all said and done, take it to the place of prayer. Talk to God about it. Hey. Are they seeing what they think they're seeing? Or is, is this what's really going on or they? Because at the end of the day, all that really matters is what God says. No one's opinions or standards matter besides the ones that are set by you and God. 
So I said all that. Sticks and stones may hurt our bones, but words really do hurt because a lot of us are living in the pain of words that were said about us, opinions that people have about us, and they are hindering us from growing and evolving and and becoming all that we know we really can be. And so I gave you some practical steps, but seriously, you don't need their validation. You don't need their acceptance. Find some people you can trust to keep you level-headed and forget everybody else. And do not ever again live your life for the applause of people. Never again live your life through the words and the opinion. Because the truth of the matter is you'll look up years later in a career you hate with a person you didn't want to marry, in a place you didn't want to live, with a car you didn't want to drive, all because you were trying to combat what other people were saying, what other people thought about how you should or shouldn't or could or couldn't or would or won't be doing. My admonishment today is to be free from their opinions and live purposefully, live happily in the life that God gave you. He gave you a life to enjoy it. Make sure you do your best with it and that you're not operating and living out a place of vengeance or living your life through, through the lens of other people. You're not letting people vicariously live through you through their opinions. Be free from them. All right, we good? That's how I like it. I am so glad that all of you stopped by the table today. I I believe that this discussion was really good. Uh, I hope I did my best to articulate, you know, and and reach you where you were at. But no, family, you don't forget nothing else I say. Hey, sticks and stones, they break your bones, but words really do hurt. But the truth is it doesn't have to hurt forever. Look, my name is Kimon's Blow. You can follow my Instagram at K-E-M-B-L-W. And you can check by here as often as you want. Look, it's been a great day here at Tables and Chairs. I thank you all for stopping by. I can't wait to see you again real, real soon.